Hi, this is John Doe back again, guys, for another commentary. The year is 2001. Today I'm checking out Hannibal, directed by Ridley Scott. If you have a copy of this movie and you want to sync up with my full film commentary, set the film timestamp to zero. Film on pause. Also put in your subtitles as well. And I'll give you a countdown in five. Five, four, three, two, one. Hit play. Great movie, this. Could have been a complete disaster, considering the fact that uh, Jodie Foster didn't come back for the sequel, but I don't think you can ask uh, for much more than this. You know, you've got Ridley Scott, Julianne Moore's incredible, obviously Gary Oldman, Ray Liotta. Um, Yeah, just a solid, solid sequel. And I'm a huge fan of this series, I've got to say. Lecter's just a whole, whole lot of fun. Just bear with me, guys. Have I got the sound right here? Not that you can hear the sound. You can only hear my voice. So Dino De Laurentiis. Getting a boxing effect, the image, the frame coming full screen. That's kind of neat. You don't really see this effect uh, used much now in uh, modern day cinema, you know. So a Ridley Scott films just appeared on screen. So Gary Oldman bathed in prosthetics, makeup, you know you love it. Considering the fact that he's already played like Bram Stoker's Dracula or Dracula, went on to play Churchill. Yeah, Oldman's in his element when you uh, mock him, make him up, you know. It's a sign of a great actor because he can um, act beyond the uh, prosthetics or makeup. If he's bathed deep, balls deep in makeup, yeah, he, he can still. Look, even here, what he's doing with his eyes. Yeah, because Oldman's looking at this makeup. It's a right. All I've got to work with are my, like, eyes. And, like, kind of, you can sort of raise his eyebrows. So it's all in the eyes. It's all these small little gestures, you know. And he could do a little bit with the um, with his mouth as well. So he's a billionaire. And there's a score to be settled. He wants a piece of lecter. Oh, Mason. What is it, son? He can barely speak. How much? So Barney's a shrewd old uh, shrimp, isn't he? Basically, Barney's gone and raided Lecter's cell. Because obviously he broke out. Spoiler alert. Um, well, I say broke out. He escaped. I still don't know how he pulled that off. It was more the element of how did he get hold of that fucking pen? You know? Who's the guy? Um, oh, it's not Krendler's um, Ray Liotta. Um, oh, the prison warden from Silence of the Lambs. Names fail me. 
Yeah, Lecter obtains his pen. You're not entirely sure how he did it. Because he's, um, I mean, he's fully masked up. Uh, he's basically got a straitjacket on. So, so how did he get hold of the fucking pen? That's where, for me, it started to f- delve into the realm of, like, Oh, is Lecter like supernatural? Has he got supernatural powers, you know? Telekinesis. Just the ability to move the pen with his mind. Thought alone, you know? So this is kind of cool. I doubt this is shot on like high eight. Uh, highly edited like, I don't know, a Taurus video of Florence. And then Lecter's, like, brief outline of his face. Yeah, directed by Ridley Scott. Cool. So this is Julianne Moore. Jodie Foster's not back. It's Julianne Moore playing the character of Clarice Starling. Nice opening this. Because they're out. Probably the early hours of the morning. Out on a mission. The FBI. That's the Federal Bureau of Investigation. If you're not sure who they are or what they do, this is them. Apparently, they're highly skilled. Hmm, I think that's open. That's questionable, isn't it? I think we've got to question the skill set of the FBI, you know? And I would suggest that cinema is not probably not the most accurate playground to be assessing the uh the movements or decision making of the fbi you know so she's immediately authoritative isn't she commanding the scene immediately again a continuation of this uh like male gaze you know She's just a trooper, though, isn't she, old Stalin? She don't put up with any shit. She's just street savvy, street smart. She'll soon talk a man down, you know? She's probably looking at men thinking they're all so fucking sexed up. If I use 50% of my fucking brain power, they'll soon pipe down, you know? So what? Gangland? Avelda Drongo? Some warlord? Gang leader? Kind of unusual as well. Cool uh, locale. There's public market. This is amazing, man. Yeah, Ridley's an absolute master, isn't he, when it comes to, like, scene-setting, world-building. Yeah, the attention to detail is um, pretty incredible, isn't it? And another thing I love about Ridley is you'll see it all on screen, you know? Yeah, there's some directors out there that spend millions and millions on these like lavish sets, and when they go to film it, they don't. You don't fucking see anything. You don't get that with Ridley Scott, man. Every angle is covered, you know. So they're rocking in, cool sequences. That's a Roger. So I think the order is she's like 
somebody gives the order, oh, he's stepping above his weight, this guy that gives the call to move in, and she's like, no, 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 step down. There's a baby involved, you know? Yeah, here we go. She's a right fucking bitch, isn't she? Rocking out this fucking child. Too crowded. So they're all in agreement, apart from this one guy. Oh, Bolton, stay on target. He's a fan of Star Wars. He's all about staying on target. Oh, no, Bolton's like, I got this, love. I'm going to take the shot. Fucking idiot. Oh, they're already aware, man. FBI! Get some wicked uh, slow motion shots in a moment. So this is a cool shootout, man. Yeah, very, very dynamic. Lots of cuts, great camera angles, you know. Kinetic, isn't it? Yeah, Ridley, again, um, the editor's doing a lot of good work here. Baby's like, what the fuck is this? So slow motion. Wow, man. Absolute fucking carnage. Hold your fire, FBI. Stand the fuck down. Wow. It's not fucking about you. So conversational channels between these two. That's kind of cool from Starlin's, like, got the decency to address her by her, like, first name. Nah. Well, yeah, she's got to have a bulletproof vest on it. What a cool sequence, man. So, wow, the kid. Oh, mother and her fucking child and a sea of fucking bullets. What a wonderful opening to Wednesday morning. I don't even know if it's a Wednesday. So I listened to the uh, director's commentary recently. Guys, anybody worrying here? This is not a real child. This is a prosthetic baby. They're not really... She's not really hosing down a real baby. So anybody worrying out there, you know? Yeah, Ridley was like, shit, I don't want to be depicting a real child within this sequence. We'll we'll fake our way through it. Oh, Stalin, teary-eyed love. Life's getting the better of her. It's the job, man. It's chewing her up, you know? It's like how many people got to die, you know? It's Bolton's fucking... He fucked up moving in, you know? Gave away their cover. Yeah, you'd imagine they threw... You'd imagine Stalin went after him big time, you know? At least getting fired. There's no way you'd be working at... Or put into a situation like that again. So there's Hannibal. Still looking for him. He's going to be on the... uh, FBI most wanted list, isn't he? And there's old um, Mason Verges. This is obviously Oldman. Again, he's look at what he's doing with his eyes. Unbelievable, man. Ah, Cordell. 
rich-ass prick. Cordell. I'm swimming in money, mate. I know I lost my face, but do you think I fucking care? Get me the Justice Department. And some honky fucking pigs. That's for later in the film. Grey line. So this slimy... Oh, is he coming into shot yet? Ray Liotta as Paul Krendler. Absolute fucking bastard. Here he is. So he's got a beef with Stalin, hasn't he? Has he got a thing for her? A bit of sexual tension? Stalin's not into men. She's into her job, you know? Very, very professional is Clarice Stalin. Problem's not me, Mr. Krendler. It's the fucking clown who dropped our fucking cover. How about you have a fucking conversation with him, mate? Oh, again, it's the fucking male gaze. Judgment hour, innit? Clarice is like... Breaking news, lads. This record is fucking broken. So change the fucking tune, lads, you know? Yeah, how many, you know, the woman that um, took down Buffalo Bill, she deserves a little bit more respect, you know? Yeah, it's not as if she couldn't fire back within that moment. She had to protect herself, so she potentially saved the kid, you know? It's that the thing that was cutting her up, the post-shootout, the fact that she it was very fortunate that the uh, little one survived. She said, I could have killed a kid. Is that the thing, you know? Oh, Mason Verger. So this is Lecter's fourth victim, and Krendler is lurking to the right. So if not, um, oh, he's paraffing away. They're not, uh, the case is not closed. So that's kind of cool. And they're keen to get her back on the trail of Dr. Hannibal Lecter. So that's cool. That's Gary Oldman out of makeup. That's very nice. So Ashy real. So this is a wonderful location, man. Yeah, he's a proper, true-ass uh, billionaire, this uh, Mason Verger. Shut up, Krendler. Where were you two, mate? I'm out on foot. You're just sat in a fucking office, you know? Happy. You don't seem very happy, Krendler, you prick. Yeah, you yeah, you tell him, Stalin. Yeah, people that hire you. Yeah, questioning decisions I to make in the middle of a fucking shootout. Yeah, Stalin, she don't forget about any of this shit. So look at this wonderful location, man. And this ain't the home of Elon Musk. It's Mason Verger. 
He's a billionaire. Rich ass prick. Wow, this is gorgeous, baby. Yeah, it's classic Ridley Scott, isn't it? It's like, you get all these elements. It's like a smoky, I don't know, like a foggy morning. That's these little details that Ridley's added just within this one frame, one shot, you know? So sprinkling the grounds. It's a sunny morning. So this is uh, Mason Verger's uh, assistant. Is it Cordell? Fucking hell, man. Pinky and fucking perky, innit? Oh, yeah. Mason and his fish tank. So what's this? The lounge area. It's a lounge bedroom full of screens. And Mason's bedridden. Oh, Lecter fucked him up, didn't he? How unfortunate, Mason. <laughs> so it's like Oldman is... I see... I see doing the voice, so... Very, very cool... Uh, Acting choices here. Aware of the fact that he's wearing this, uh, all of this makeup, these prosthetics, and then he's like, right, I'll adjust the voice as well, you know? To, like, mirror his, uh, disfigured face as he shines the light on his face. Starlin don't give two fucking shits, you know? God, you're a bit of a looker, ain't you, Mason? Absolute beaut. Oh, do you have faith, mate? Because you got half your fucking face missing, mate. God has forsaken you again, Gary. Just like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, you must have serious fucking beef with him, mate. <laughs> yeah, man. So again, um, okay, it's just a nasty piece of work, isn't it? Again, I don't want to justify uh, Doctor Hannibal Lecter's action, but he he just preys upon like fucking bastards, doesn't he? I kind of like that, you know. He'll never just go after some, like, regular schmo in the street. Lecter's like, no, high society. I'm going to fight. Here we are. High society pricks. Let's kill them all. So this is beautiful. Yeah, do some neat Dutch angles. Slightly blurry images here. But you're just seeing enough, you know? So the mask, it's not... It's a different kind of mask, okay. It's this weird angle with, like, Lecter. Is he a little bit gay? Or is he just playing the role? Obviously, Mason Verger 
it's a gay man. Selector's probably just playing upon that. He'd consider it some kind of weakness, wouldn't he? So he's popped him. Not a sexual popping way. Oh, Mason got a little bit too fucking high. So what that little uh, container is fucked up. Uh, we're assuming like Mason's like rational thinking patterns and now Lecter can manipulate and say, oh, why don't you cut up your fucking face, mate? Keep going. Oh, you look gorgeous, son. He's a sick bastard, isn't he? He's me- he feeding Mason's flesh to the fucking mutt. Ha <laughs> Well, you didn't know, did you, Mr. Verger? Yeah, Stalin's like, enough of the fucking tales. How many times has he told that fucking story? She's like, cut to the chase, you know? So is his fucking bed big enough? What the fuck, man? What is this? So what? Is it a scan? X-ray? Broken arm? What is it? He's a fucking sly little dog. Hey, so why'd you fucking call her over if you're not going to Cut to the fucking truth, man, you know? He's got um, ulterior motives at play here. Stalin's probably aware of this, because this guy can't be fucking trusted. But for now, I'm going to have to play ball, because he may, on the slimmest of chances, have some in- intel info on our lecture. So she's having to uh, humour him here. That's cool, fading out into darkness. Who fucking cares, mate? She's probably not fucking religious. What's it fucking got to do with you, Mason? Piss off, mate. So here he is. Come with the R, come with the man. Come with the psychopath. Dr. Hannibal Lecter. We all, everyone loves him, you know. Our favourite resident serial killer, isn't he? He is really top dog. Numero uno, you know. So the old uh, FBI records, cool, man. Yeah, you know Stalin. She's so thorough with her work. She would have gone through all of this multiple times. But they've got a cassette. And I think it's a security camera somewhere in Florence. I think it's a convenience store of some kind. Here we go. Oh, no, it's the Baltimore Hospital. So when he bites this nurse... Fucking hell, man. Yeah, it's brute strength because he's cuffed up, but he's still able. Look at fucking Hopkins here. Feed me. That starling doesn't even fucking flinch. So there's Barney. Okay, next port of call. Little convo with uh, Barney. 
So is he still working? Ah, it's hard to say, isn't it? Oh, he's so considerate. He picks up a dead pigeon. Oh, he's a true humanitarian. Well, maybe. <laughs> oh, this is us, Frankie uh, Faison, playing the character of Barney. It's just, I really like this, the fact that they got him back. Because obviously Jody's not in it, so... It's just... I mean, what, we're over 20 minutes in. I think by now, people are probably on board with uh, Julianne Moore playing Clarice. It just helps that you've got the original Barney in the sequence, you know. not saying as a viewer you're having to, like, suspend uh, disbelief... It take a while just to um, forget, or yeah, not be thinking about Jodie Foster, you know. Yeah, that's it. High society. That's what Lecter was getting off on. That also is justification. It's like I'm doing everybody a favour or preying upon the wicked, you know. These rich-ass pricks, they think they're fucking untouchable. I'm coming to collect all of them, you know? Love, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Fucking hell, Barney. Barney's got some little fucking enterprise on the slide here, on the side. Yeah. Clarice ain't going to care about this. Why not? You raid tracking, you raid Lecter's cell, you sell all of this shit on, you know? Ha ha ha, he's got older cassettes, has he? Conversations. Private conversations between, um,. Him and uh, Hannibal. The guy, the prison warden. I think it's Chilwell, isn't it? Is it Chilwell? Um, Chilton, that's it. Thank thank you, Barney. Chilton, not Chilwell. Ha ha ha. Yeah, you know, potentially Chilton was uh, listening in, you know? So what are you going to do with this fucking pigeon, Barney? Put it in the fucking garbage chute, eh? So I like this so far. I've covered up to about 30 minutes. Elector's not in it, but he is. We've had little snippets. So we're getting some audio here, so this is cool. Oh, she's very deep. Those lambs. Rolling deep. Traumatised by her childhood. Yeah, this is a cool sequence. Very clever in the sense... um, 
It just connects Lecter in with uh, Clarice, you know. Ah, a wonderful transition here to Florence. He spoke about it. This is unbelievable, man. That transition, that dissolve. So, wide shot of Florence. To the right, you've got the Duomo. It's the massive uh, cathedral in Florence. If you've never been, guys, go, man. Yeah, this film was one of the main reasons why... I, th I went to Florence in 2005, and this film in particular was one of the main reasons why I wanted to go there. Oh, it's a wonderful city, man. If you like museums and like high arts and incredible architecture, yeah, there's nowhere else like it. To be honest, you can't go wrong with Italy in general. I've been to Venice. It's another like legendary locale. I've yet to go to Rome, but that's very much on my list. To me, that's like the holy trinity, isn't it? Florence, Venice and Rome, you know? Yeah, so I recently watched the making of Hannibal. Um, yeah, Ridley went on record. Um, yeah, like the mayor of Florence. Just everybody in charge with everything. They were very accommodating when the, like, a, like I don't know, it was an American. It's probably 50 50 American and Italian film crew sort of come into their city. They were given free reign, basically, to film wherever they needed to. So a lot of these interiors are for real, you know? Actual places or spaces within Florence. So Dr. Fell is uh, Lecter's new alias. So this guy, is it Patsy? How unfortunate, mate. That, that name's got history and weight. Patsy. Ha 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 ha, so there's this whole angle. Alexis killed off this other guy in order to get this role, you know. I'm surprised he, I mean, not that he has a problem killing, but his intelligence is like off the scale. You, you, you think, even if he couldn't kill the guy, he'd still be able to get a, a sort of like a high profile job. Ha 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 ha. So he's cross examining this detective already. He's on to him, isn't he? He's got him figured out. He knows what he's about with a name like Patsy, you know. And he's probably, you know how clever Lecter is, he's probably already aware of the fact that Patsy is uh, going to succumb to, like, corruption, you know? Alas, no not. So the actor, the Italian actor here, it's a, a Giancarlo Giannini playing Patsy. Very good. Music's wonderful, man. Just lingering in the background. Just a matter of time, Stalin.
part of the job, isn't it? Fucking hell, would they really send us something like that? That's pretty fucking sick, you know? As if I need fucking reminding, guys. So it's a letter from uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, she immediately recognises the uh, handwriting. quiet moment to herself this is a wonderful moment because immediately you can uh, get the audio coming back in from uh, Anthony Hopkins again clever way of linking the two characters you know it's almost like a romantic love story now between these two you know Beauty and the Beast so look at Lecter. Where the fuck is he living to? Some rich-ass mansion interior. Italian style, isn't it? Sea of candles. Oh, so you can play the piano. There's nothing this guy can't do, you know? So he's certainly keeping tabs on uh, Stalin. He respects her, doesn't he? And, uh, it's hard to say if there really is any, like... I don't know, romantic longings, more so from like Lecter's angle. It's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, we're talking about a A grade serial killer, you know? Torno, tornado baited white trash. <laughs> He doesn't believe that at all as a confirmation. Yeah, so look, Osama Bin Laden, directly above Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, if you consider the fact that this was released early 2001, it's kind of interesting how sort of like, wonderful shot of Florence there. Wow, baby, so good. Um, Yeah, this film sort of predates 9-11, by a few months, so that's really cool. Oh, it's not cool in the sense, but when you see Bin Laden on the that FBI ten most wanted, and then you think of what materializes a few months on, yeah, pretty pretty ominous, isn't it? You know, can you imagine post nine eleven Bin Laden? He'd be on his own fucking list, you know. Surely that crime would elevate him above the uh, 10 most wanted. He's just night most wanted, wouldn't he? You know? Only took the Americans a decade to find him. No rush. No rush now, you know? Got the job done. So is that... Yeah, I don't know. Lecter's so fucking clever. He wouldn't leave it. Or is he deliberately leaving a trail? Ah, oh, it's hard to say, isn't it, man? You know? I guess, though, there's a point, a passage of time. He's relocated to Italy. So it's like, well, the Italian authorities ain't going to be on... Oh, I know the American authorities are looking for me, but I guess like to some degree of safety being based in Italy. Fucking hell, Stalin. 
You need to get out, love. Fixating over fucking corpses. That's great. That's dialogue from the uh, original film, isn't it? Uh, is it quid pro quo? You tell me things, I tell you things. They may not be truthful, but I'll tell you shit. Yes or no. So this is cool, man. Like scenting experts. Or is it lavender cream? That's pretty remarkable. Just off the letter itself, there's some preserved, I don't know, fragrance of some kind. So they'll be able to ascertain the, I guess, the design of the paper. Potentially, yeah, and... Yeah, he's going to get on to Italy, yeah. Oh, yes, mate. So that's good. A short list is a good thing. So back with our Patsy. Prowling around Florence. So typical... Italian, uh, I don't know, precinct, bureau. Full of corruption, isn't it, you know? So security cameras. Is that Hannibal Lecter or not? Guy wearing the hat. Think he was wearing a black hat? Here we are. It's a Patsy. Not saying that he's on to him, but here he is. Slowly going to start connecting the dots here. It's just a strong element in the film. I really enjoy this angle. It's kind of like an Italian corrupt detective. Starting to... Um, well, he, 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 he thinks he's a oh, wonderful Florence man. These statues are gorgeous, baby. Yeah, look. He's like, this dot's a foul. There's something about it. Perhaps he's like, oh, look, uh, is this something he's not telling me? What is he up to? It's a kind of cat and mouse right now. You know for a fact, even here, I guarantee Lecter realises that Patsy's following him. He's so, like, he's got this, like, second sight, hasn't he, Lecter, you know? Clever as well, Patsy's clocking this, the fact that, look, no prints on the glass. So Patsy's like, what the fuck is that about? Who are you hiding from, you know? Yeah, cleaning the glass. Wow, Lecter looks fucking gorgeous, baby. Leading the high life. Yeah, it's just wonderful in- intercutting right now. Sort of like a back and forth. So, Forenzi, Florence. So, this is Patsy and his wife. Allegra, Patsy. And this is a Frances... 
uh, Francesca Neri. It's the 10 most wanted. He's going to leave a trail here. Um, yeah, anybody accessing this website, it's going to leave uh, like an internet trail IP, you know. And then Stalin. <coughs> Stalin will start to... Um, or somebody from the American regions be like, who's been logging onto this website from like Italy? You know, why? Why are they looking at the 10 most wanted list? You know, so there's Bin Laden again. So, who else is on there? There he is. Fucking hell, man. So it's a man, it's gonna be a, a big reveal, isn't it? Really? Yeah, Doctor Fell's gonna be like, well, the hand Doctor Fell, that's Hannibal Lecter, but uh, Patsy's like, what the fuck? So the re- reward is only like two hundred fifty thousand. That feels pretty uh, low. I know time has passed, you know. So with like every passing year, the amount of money they're willing to pay probably goes down, you know. Allegra's board. Ah, see, as I said, this fucking detective open to uh, corruption. That's his Achilles heel, that's his downfall, you know. Because there are occasions, he has an opportunity to um, capture Lecter, but he, uh, he, he just takes too. He takes a long route. So he said, "Yeah, he's gonna in a half-ass way call this number, but he just wants the ins- like he's shaking because he's he, he's undecided. He wants the money for himself, you know." Beautiful transition there. So clearly, oh, it's Krendler. This is a cool moment. Stalin's going to freak out uh, Krendler. Give it, give him a taste of his own medicine, you know? She's like brooding in the shadows, thinking about fucking cannibalism, isn't she, Krendler? You know? So is that some like Beauty and the Beast sexual? Yeah, is that Clarice to the right? Is Lecter supposedly the uh, monster? Fuck off, Krendler. Why are you snooping about, mate? Yeah, people that tire him out. You need to buck up your fucking ideas, Krendler. You'll be next on Lecter's most wanted list. You don't fucking change your tune, mate. (laughs) 
problem with Crandler. He's so fucking impatient, you know? <coughs> Apologies for the coughing, guys. Still recovering from a degree of illness I've had throughout the month of November. Very unfortunate. I am getting better, but my throat can still be a little bit croaky. Fiefdoms? You think she's going to confide in you, Krendler? Fuck off, mate. Just a guy abusing his power. It's like, what is your fucking job role, Krendler? Just a fucking annoying bastard, ain't you? You know? <laughs> yeah, is that it? Give it to him, Stalin. That's it, Krendler. You sexually frustrated, mate. Corn pound country pussy. Oh, yeah, Stalin, yeah. Any time, no pads. <laughs> She's a fucking badass. He doesn't like it. So just a matter of time yet. On these security tapes. Clarice. Benetti. Benetti. <laughs> Not yet. So it's down to two. Florence or London. I'm surprised she's not reading between the lines here because Lecter pretty much spelt it out. Clarice, I need a view, a window. You know, as he's immediately talking about Italy. So I'm really surprised she's not uh, remembered that dialogue between them, you know. Yeah, when you think of like high society, high history, you're choosing between like Florence or London. It's Florence, isn't it? You know? So Patsy's constantly hesitating about calling this number. Now it's going to ring back. It doesn't. Oh, he's so like hesitating, isn't he? Half assed. Don't know what to do. So nervous. I... <coughs> Special circumstances. What, i.e. not leaving a bread trail, you know? He wants to take the money, but he wants to do it on the sly, you know? You almost feel like Lecter's lingering in the background here somewhere, watching him. I love it how the music's rising. It's all going to become very, um, very Italian, very theatrical. 
Okay. Ah, oh, fingerprint. Okay. Ah, uh, you know now he's all in, Patsy. Got that look in his eye, ain't he? Yeah, where is Lecter to right now? I feel like he's close by. God, they end up utilising Florence beautifully here, innit? Christ, the moment they said to Ridley, you got a free reign on this city, he just went to town with it, you know? Here we go. Yeah, like Lecter. Bonjour now. Oh, yes. A corrupt bastard. Do come in. So this is wonderful. This is like Lecter's light apartment. And he's prowling around the interior without any shoes on or slippers, if I recall right. I mean, you'd imagine the ground, the floor itself is pretty immaculate, and it, you know? What else is he packing up? You going somewhere, Dr. Fell? <laughs> Fuck me, Patsy. Why are you still playing this charade? You know it's not Dr. Fucking Fell, you know? Jeez. Snap. <laughs> yeah, look at Lecter barefoot. I kind of like it. He's got like his afternoon Italian attire on, innit? He's certainly living the uh, high life, I gotta say, man. Okay. So this is the previous occupier. And we're still trying to ascertain his whereabouts. Well, we know for a fact that Lecter's probably killed him, but it's a mute point now, isn't it? Ah, a little history lesson incoming here. Yeah, hanged. And Lecter's going to fucking do the same. Spoiler alert. He's such a sick bastard, absolute mastermind, isn't it? To recreate this moment, you know? But as it stands, he's probably not... Uh, it's hard to say right now, is he going to go through with it? Great lighting on a lector, sort of face is half in shadow. Really sort of defines the character, isn't it, you know? On the surface, you know, dots are foul, and then beneath it's uh, the monster, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, the lighting is wonderful here. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to say right now if Lecter's like 100% going to go through with it. He's probably thinking at some point, I'm going to have to take out this guy. <laughs> That's it. Advance in life. Ominous, man. Yeah, if you've got any fucking sense here, 
Patsy. You know who you're fucking dealing with. He's a cocky... He's certainly not street smart as Patsy's character. He's just think he, he feels like, oh, I'm one step ahead of it. He has no fucking concept who he's fucking dealing with, you know? This is a cool moment because you think with the gloves, oh shit, Lecter's going to take him out here and now. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> so the gloves, you're like, is this for part C? Or is this for the uh, suitcases? Okie dokie. <laughs> Yeah, that line could have failed badly, okie dokie, but yeah, Lecter, Hopkins just makes it work. Again, wonderful shots of Florence here. Yeah, Florence is a really interesting landscape because you've got um, all of these like connecting bridges into like the main central area and then the wonderful water. Yeah, that sea of bridges. It's fucking gorgeous, man. Yeah, I'd probably say this part of the movie's my favourite part, you know. As I said, the cat and mouse is detective following the trail, Lecter's trail, you know. Problem here, Patsy's hiring these, uh, well, what would you say, cheap, he's doing it on the cheap, isn't he? Cheap ass fucking criminals to um, because what does he need? He needs a print, doesn't he? Lecter's print. And he's not looking to take him out, but he wants the print. Oh, yeah, mate. I'm surprised Patsy's cutting corners here. Because if he's so confident he's going to get the money, why don't you pay a little bit more? I mean, you know for a fact this this guy didn't cost a great deal, you know? Some fucking street bum, you know? Beautiful. Look at this interior area. These arching light, this arching structure. That's wonderful, man. Yeah, Lecter's already clocked him right there. Oh, I love it with his coat, man. Editing is gorgeous. Yeah, Lecter knows. Look. He knows exactly what's unfolding here. The fact that he's being followed, you know? Yeah, you're just... You're, you're just messing with it. He's like a lion, man. Yeah, Lecter, just slow down slightly, let the other guy pass. Now he's clocked him. As soon as you lock eyes, that's the confirmation. This is fucking bread and butter to Dr. Hannibal Lecter. This fucking guy going to take me out. Yeah, right. Try again. Try a bit harder next time, you know. Feel like he's luring him out, yeah. So Patsy is looking on. Interesting. I like that guy there. 
It's almost you can, like you can sense Lecter. Unnatural spirit. So he's just stabbed the guy. Cool use of slow motion. Headspacey moment. Oh, Patsy, you twat. You fucked up, mate. He's dead. So he obviously didn't get the print. Or did he? I can't recall if he got the print or not. But it was a print. And a price was paid. This guy's life. I'm surprised Patsy's even fucking helping him. He's like, oh, well, well done, mate. I'll let you bleed out. And he just walks off, you know? Oh, it's trickling out. Shit. Patsy's like, oh, well. That's ominous with the boar sign of things to come a little bit later on. Yeah, I've never noticed that. It's boar statue. <laughs> so Stalin's still stuck in this room. Okay, we're back with uh, Verger. So the prince. That's oh, Sardinia. So. This is Mason. Ver <coughs> Mason Verge's plan here, isn't it? In regards to taking out Lecter. <coughs> Apologies. The boys, are we talking about humans or savage fucking beasts? So are these the boys? So you've got this whole angle with um, Mason Verger. He's looking to, um, basically he's looking to capture lecture, lecture, <laughs> lecture. He needs a fucking lecture. So this guy fucking faking it with the sound effect. Oh, it sounds beautiful. So this is his uh, grand fucking plan. This is what Mason wants to do to Hannibal Lecter the moment he captures him. Feed him to these fucking savages. Ha ha ha. Why oh, are they covered this fucking dummy in? Fucking shit. Ha 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 ha. So back with Patsy. Nice. Uh, getting a lot of contrasts here with like Florence. One moment it's sunny and now it's like this incessant rain. Gives the city a lot of like vibrancy, I gotta say. So this is the money. 
So he's got half the payment. He's got the, he's given them the print, but I gotta capture the guy. Oh man, fucking Al Patsy. All right, mate. Beautiful transition here, Florence. Early hours of the evening. Oh, look at this shot, man. Slowly panning right. The music's beautiful. Look at the sun. And the water. And the bridges. That's incredible, man. Yeah, you feel like Ridley's fallen. He's fallen in love with the city, yeah? So this is Patsy's wife, Allegra. Fucking hell, Patsy. Just concentrate on your wife, mate. Fucking all this fucking money. So this is a... A recreation of... It's like a Dante. You know, Dante. Is it Allegheny? Dante's Sonnet. A little musical number that they've recreated here. I think the track titles... Vida Cor Miam. Something like that. Uh... Kind of interesting this because <coughs> I feel like they're. Is this some like, I don't know, the romantic side of Hannibal Lecter? This love of like everything Italian. Of course, he's going to appreciate Dante, you know. That involves, you know, loss, bloodshed, a journey, a pilgrimage, you know. You know that he's being what? Haha, <laughs> it's so cool, man. Fucking hell, Patsy. Giving it away. Oh, a little smile. No, no, no. God knows what they're singing about. It's not really important, something like this. You don't... I think you just... you just got to feel it, you know? Yeah, very effective. That little number was put together because obviously Hans Zimmer is the uh, composer... So we put that together. Yeah, very, very nice. This is about to get hilarious interaction here between uh, Alexa and uh, Allegra. Oh, he's such a charmer, isn't he? I've had very... That's it. Uh, some nice meals, sir. Excellent meals, sir. Subtext to that is comical. Oh. So, that's the original text, sir. Patsy's not interested. That's his problem. Oh, Lecter. He's so romantic. He's going to finish the lyrics for her, look. Doesn't break eye contact with her. Fucking hell, Patsy. You want to tell Dr. Lecter to pipe down? He's talking his way into your wife's fucking knickers, mate. Look. It's 
So that's like Lecter's talking about his relationship with Clarice here. A little bit of subtext to that. Ciao. Yeah, she's clearly into him. She's like, who is this fucking man? She wants to carry on the fucking conversation. Why not? <laughs> so finally, I know it's been a bit of a wait. Basically... So like Stalin spent the last half an hour just staring at a fucking screen. But finally, we're going to get a breakthrough here. Yeah, look. Who's been accessing Sacrendler? Yeah, this Francesco character. So she thinks it's him, Hannibal. Wow, look at Florence, baby. Hard to tell, I mean, sunrise, sunset, it doesn't really matter. The water and the light, it's just gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, here we go. So this finally is the tape. She's not looked up yet, but it's him. Oh, there we go. Confirmation. Drops the tapes, that's really cool. Yeah, there's your man. It's too late, though. She's too far away. I mean, she ain't going to be able to get to Italy in time, you know? Oh, he's out. He's not taking calls, love. Oh, he's there, but he, he don't want to... Yeah, he's probably thinking, oh, shit, they're on to me. Yeah, look. Really cool exchange between these two. Yeah, he's delaying it. Tonight's the night, isn't it? Yeah, this Italian actor is very good as Patsy. He captures like the nervous energy of the character, you know. A man who's he's gone in way too deep here. Yeah. <laughs> he's very dangerous, mate. Somebody within your <coughs> within your precincts been accessing our uh, database. She'll be reading between the lines here. It's you, mate. I know it's you. I tell it. It's just a general tone of voice here. He's deflecting right now, isn't he, Patsy? Ah, she knows. So cool. Fucking, what a clown this Patsy guy is. What a fucking idiot, man. What are you doing, mate? That's kind of fitting that... uh, Lecter takes him out. Wow, look at Florence, early hours of the evening. Unbelievable, man. It's an ominous build, isn't it? Yeah, the music, man. 
It's really just like symbolising what's to come. It's like the statues are looking on. It's Italian. It's bloodshed hour, baby. Lecter just be getting off on this. What a gorgeous playground for a fucking murder, you know? That's a cool little device. I see you need to get out the steps. They're rotating uh, wheels. That's kind of neat. So here he is. So it's, um, I guess because he's got, he's taken over from this other guy, and he? So he's doing like little like history lessons, isn't he? So that's kind of cool. Sold out. It's no big surprise here either that uh, Hannibal Lecter's chosen uh, Tex is Dante, you know. It's what he'd be drawn to. High emotion, you know. Full of corruption and murder. Betrayal, you know. Oh, here we go. So I wonder if Lecter's <coughs> decided apologies for the coffin, man. I was hoping my voice was going to hold up here. It's fine. I'm I'm going to have to continue. It's about an hour left. Um, hopefully it improves, guys. I do apologise. Uh, yeah, Lecter's already decided. Look. Hanging still. You're going to be hanging in a minute, Patsy. So he's fluent in the lingo. Yeah, the music in the background's wonderful. Ha ha ha. Yeah, wonderful with the candles in the backdrop. Patsy, he seems so fucking passive. That's part of his downfall to me. He's just lacking in uh, self-awareness, you know, of the situation. Selectors like, right, I take him out now. Patsy's so fucking cocky, isn't he? Making the call. So I see, um, yeah, Lecter's gonna chloroform him here. So not even Patsy looking over, realising, what's Lecter currently... Oh, look, it's one of your ancestors. He's so fucking stupid, this Patsy guy. Look. 
That's it, mate. You just keep looking over, completely unaware that Lecter's slowly moving in on him, you know? Too easy, man. Too easy. <laughs> Pretty fucking sick, isn't it? To eating your wife. <laughs> too easy, man. Way too easy. Don't even put up a fight. Fucking waste of space as part of guy. He deserves everything coming to him, you know? Yeah, Elector's doing us all a favour. Just kill this fucking prick, you know? Oh, Chinese tourists are going to love this. Get to witness a hanging for real. So fucking... I know it's... Uh, I don't want to glorify a fucking serial killer, but this is fucking wonderful, isn't it, man? It seems so right. I mean, Lectus just getting off on this. In, in, you know, that's the same when in Rome, when in Florence, you know? Fucking Lectus all in, isn't he? You know? I'll sit bows in or out like Judas. Let me decide for you. <laughs> okay. Good probably for Lecter to ascertain that bit of in incel, you know, on Mason Verger. Because he's probably aware that he's going to have to deal with him at some point, you know. He'll believe him, yeah. He realises, because you want all the money for your fucking self, mate. Ha ha ha. Okie dokie. That's so fucking comical. It's pretty intense sequence in his nice light. Just for one final... Your final moments in life, I'm going to give you a, a little okie-dokie number. Oh, it's Clarice, isn't it? Well, hello, Clarice. It's so cool that he... Just a little hesitation. Oh, shit, man. Well, hello, Clarice. Nice to talk to you. Not yet. I'm about to take him out, love. He won't be missed, Clarice. He's a schmuck. And you know I only take out schmucks, you know? <laughs> and bye-bye. An old friend. And I'm not having her for dinner. I like her. But you and me, you're fucking done. Right. Just like your fucking ancestor, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me sing you a lullaby. Right, where are those fucking Japanese tourists? You get your cameras out, people. It's hanging hour, baby. Great. Just a great camera angles here, man. Yeah, the coverage is wonderful here from uh, Scott, the way it's edited, you know. 
Oh, that's it, lads. You just look on. I thought you were supposed to be high-tier security. I'll go round back. Oh, yes. I love... Here we go. Bows in or out. Like Jodas. Oh, he, didn't he say ciao? Ciao. Fucking beautiful, man. Oh, shit. And all of his innards. Oh, what the fuck, baby? That's a grotesque death, isn't it? But Lecter wouldn't have it any other way. It's oh so Italian, baby. So these guys are too late. They don't stand a chance in regards to uh, catching their man, you know? Yeah, he's just got unbelievable, like, spatial awareness, isn't he, Hannibal Lecter? I mean, mate, he's entering, and Lecter's like, he's already veered off to the right. He's probably just hiding. He's waiting for him, isn't he? Yeah, fucking with the wrong guy, yeah? Yeah, he's already behind him. <laughs> wow. Wonderful use of slow motion, man. He's an absolute killer, isn't he? He knows exactly right over the right through the throat. Oh mate. Is he gonna spare this guy? I mean Cleb Lecter's probably just left, isn't he? Oh, it's a very Italian moment. Gotta mourn the, the carcass, the body. I see Clarice kind of got an interesting viewpoint, ain't she? She almost emotionless. And is that Lecter looking back at her? Clarice, isn't it wonderful? He's waving. Shit. That's interesting, that. I see Lecter's clocked the camera. So who's he waving by? It doesn't really matter. It could be anybody. It's Clarice, Mason, any of them, you know? So this is cool now. We're So we're done with Italy. So we're back on uh, American soil now for the rest of the movie. And I like this now. It's going to become very Clarice-centric. So it's very, very good, I think, how they've structured the uh, the narrative. I've never actually read the uh, Hannibal novel, so I don't know how it... Um, the differences between the, uh, the book and the film are, but... Oh, you sick bastard. Fucking hell, Mason. Fucker, killer, or eater. Probably don't want to do any of those. Ah, there's this respect romantic angle, I guess. Yeah, Lecter. 
a long time ago, just those brief interactions he had with Clarice, you know, and the cell, the conversations they had, he would have, he, he was, I'm, I'm sparing you, love, you know. The world's a better place with you in it, you know. I think that's one of the main reasons why audiences are so drawn to Hannibal Lecter. He's not this out-and-out monster. You know, he picks and chooses his victims, you know. So Mason, very clever, is like, we need to use Clarice as bait here. Draw Lecter out, you know. Fucking hell, man. (laughs) Yeah, sly old dog. So this is really I get this angle in regards to Krendler. It's not like he's not like a million miles away from like Patsy. You know, he's he's open to uh, corruption. You know, so kind of cool. So it's like a continuation. So five million. <laughs> okay, it's not five million. So what are you fucking doing right now, Krendler? Fuck me, man. His boss if his bosses found out about this fucking charade, fuck he'd lose his fucking job, you know? So he's turning the heat up on Clarice. Fuck me, man. Problem is, no one's. There's nobody within these offices that seems to be questioning uh, Krendler's actions and motives. You know. So they're putting her on leave. So this is exactly what Krendler wants. Okay. It's pretty disgraceful, isn't it? What she's done for this fucking uh, department. You know? Yeah. Cutting to the truth here. Yeah, she's uh, she's solid throughout, isn't she, Julianne Moore? Yeah, as I said, you really you forget about Jodie, Jodie's performance, and you just buy into Julianne Moore. You know, I think she deserves a lot of credit. For our portrayal as uh, Clarice in the sequel, you know? 
Krendler. What would Paul fucking Krendler know about justice, man? Justice Department spokesman. Dog's not impressed. So, somebody's watching Krendler here. Is it Clarice? Can't recall. Could be Lecter. Music's wonderful, man. So it. Okay, interesting, man. The dog's just backing up. Fuck me, fucking hell, man. Who's this? Shit, mate. Oh, don't shred me. So interesting. A very interesting angle, this. Lecter keeping tabs on Krendler. Very interesting. Continuation of the... Uh... It's not like the music from Florence, isn't it? As Lecter returns home. So, kind of, um, <coughs> yeah, you got to wonder how he flew back to America. You know, you know, he's, we all know he's a mastermind, but probably got a lot of, like, fake passports and shit like that, you know? There's no doubt about it, he'd have to be going off a, a different alias, you know? He's no longer Dr. Fell, you know? So we know what all this this is he's fucking somebody's about to get shredded. It's a nice shot on a car on a bridge. Yeah, it's nice slight persistent romantic angle. It's a little bit yeah, you, you Try to figure out what it's related. I kind of just feels like Clarice and Hannibal a little bit with building towards that, you know. Yeah, they don't have they way more like romanticize the, the Hannibal Lecter character in this sequel, Hannibal. You know, I think the first film is more um more of an out and out thriller, you know. Yeah, this, the sequel, Hannibal, is tonally way different to uh, Silence of the Lambs, you know. So he's now shifted uh, perspective. So what, Clarice have been told not to work. He's got all of her, I guess, her work stuff, I guess, within this uh, box. She's pissed off. Oh, she's having a clean. She's cleaning it out. Clear her mind. She can't stop listening to these tapes, you know. It's this whole angle. 
is he the only man that ever reached her, you know? It's kind of weird, isn't it? But uh, he did a lot of good for Clarice, especially in the first movie. He got her to talk about her father, wasn't it, you know? And what went down with the lambs, you know? So he's just like, he's like this silent assassin, isn't he? He's got absolutely zero interest in harming Clarice, you know? He's just kind of looking in on her, you know? He'll be aware of what's going on. He'll know, one, the fact that she... She's having issues at work. God, he's taking chances here, isn't he? He'd be wet. He'd be certainly aware of her relationship with Krendler. Gucci. <laughs> oh, look. So it's like Clarice Gucci. It's like she's been hung up. Candles. Okay. Lecter's clearly trying to tell us something there, you know. And now she's clocked the foul. Fuck me, he was here last night. You wonder if he's kind of like baiting her, luring her out. Not. There we go. Okay. This is really interesting, man. It's not like they're working together, but he's letting her in, isn't he? <laughs> you don't doubt it for a second, though. Given the opportunity, if she could apprehend Hannibal Lecter, she would do it without hesitation, you know? <laughs> cool sequence incoming here. So, Lecter, man, he always seems to be one step ahead, tracking our movement. Yeah, cool sequence, son. As I said, it's recurring um, theme throughout the movie, isn't it? The cat and mouse, you know? Yeah, you feel like a lot of these like stylistic choices were defined within the Florence sequences. We're getting a continuation of it, yeah. Massachusetts Avenue. Underpass. Masters, if you can call them that. It's hard to know regarding Lecter's life or the plans he has. God, I don't know. 
Dr. Fell, you're pretty busy in fucking Florence, mate, you know? So shit, she's being trailed by somebody else? Okay. So that truck behind, okay. <laughs> well, not all, some within our department don't, but not all of them. Can't all be bad apples, you know. Why do they envy her? Is it the fact that she's a woman? She's intelligent? She's proactive? Is that something they can't live with, you know? Considering all the stuff she's done for the FBI, it's an absolute disgrace the way they're treating her, you know? So where are they at? Some museum? Got a skeletal structure of a dinosaur. Uh, another really, really cool location here. Yeah, Ridley, very, very clever with like camera angles, concealing well, where is he to? He's clearly following her, you know. So it's weird right now. She clocked on the fact that they're trailing her. Cool shot here of um, Hannibal Lecter. It's sort of on like glass. Yeah, getting a disfigured perspective, the mirror effect on his face. I really like that, man. Main hall. <laughs> Was he talking about Krendler? Of course, she would tell him not to go through with it, but again, there's oh, there he is. Don't have to take chances with her, don't he? This is maybe like the only time where Lecter really lets his guard down. He's trying to get a little bit too close to Clarice and then they obviously move in on him and yeah. Yeah, it's very, very, um, okay, Gucci, yeah. I'm surprised Lecter gets taken out here. Yeah, a little bit surprised in this. Yeah, it's okay, they kind of get him. Hey, just for the briefest of moments, he let his guard down. 
but then you could say there's this angle maybe deliberately he's like no I want them to capture me because then I can get to uh, Mason Verger maybe it's a I don't know it's hard to say isn't it I mean the fact that he's just been captured a lot of this won't even fucking fucking bother him cool thing here it's now drawing Clarice into this. Now we're getting this angle. Oh, she's going to go and rescue him, you know? Shifting perspectives, roles. God, they're still judging her. And now what? they blaming her. She didn't cause the fucking situation, you know? Yeah, I think that you, you've got to treat it as that, as such a thing, you know? Clearly telling her to stand down. I think she's going to follow fucking orders, man. She realises by now, you know? Yeah, Clarice don't get involved there. There's no hope for uh, Hannibal getting out of this situation, you know? Carlo, we've got their man, this fat fuck. Oh, I guess there's no milkshake for a Hannibal. Just got him rocking out in the back of this truck. Ah, grazie, grazie. So it's a big showdown. Cool. <coughs> nice with the underpass. Camera tracking down. And this is Clarice. So it's that Krendler. So she knows the back way into... Um, we're assuming she's heading up to uh, Mason Verger's fucking palace. Yeah, taking the long route. <laughs> Clever man. Cool reflected shot of his uh, property. Oh, it's the blue Danube, isn't it? It's a fucking Mason Verger getting off on all of this. He's finally obtained his prized possession, Hannibal Lecter. That's his downfall, similar to Patsy, you know. Once he's got his man, it's like it's never enough. He, he got to drag it out, you know. Some wonderful interactions here between Oldman and uh, Hopkins. This is wonderful, man. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I love it how uh, Hannibal Lecter just shoots him down with like some piercing words, you know. What does he say to him here again? Uh, 
no, no, Mason, I, I much prefer you the way you are, something like that. Another tata. Oh, yeah. Some Mason Verge, uh, keen to torture Hannibal Lecter. He wants to make him suffer like he suffered, I guess. Disfiguration. Oh, no, no. No, mess. Oh, that's fucking pissed off Mason. He's like, I can't believe that. He's coming back with me, coming back at me with that. Fuck off, me. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> so is this Clarice heading up? Okay, now she's in that area. Okay. I don't think Cordell wants anything to do with this. Yeah, it's going to start getting a little bit dark, a little bit sick. <laughs> so they're immediately taking Lecter into this, uh, I don't know, basement in Syria. So they're keeping all these fucking savages to, you know, these wild boars. It looks wonderful with the mask. It's like he's been upgraded, isn't he? An upgraded mask. Yeah, it looks awesome, baby. Yeah, it's really neat, man. It's like Clarice is going to save the day, save Lecter. Role reversal, you know? Kind of cool. Pretty uh, interesting beasts, aren't they? Boars. I guess in the certain kind of scenario it could be pretty dangerous you know so this is not completely far-fetched you know so what does the incessant screaming cue them in they've probably realized this food in it feeding our feeding frenzy So, are they going to allow him to break through? Lecter's not fucking concerned. Lecter's like, don't you worry. He's got power over the fucking animal kingdom, isn't he? Hey, even in this situation... I remember watching this the first time. I was like, you get out of this, you know. He's too clever to be taken out this way, you know. Of course, this is Mason Verger's fatal flaw. He wants to watch it all, you know? It's like, 
Oh, here we go. Wow, she don't fucking hesitate. Good stuff, Stalin. Ha 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 ha. Ah, this is fucking awesome now. Little double act, these two. You know you fucking love it. She's calling the fucking shots. Hannibal loves it, man. Hey, fuck it. I would never fucking harm you, Clarice. Check your angles, love. Wow, she is... Oh, shit. Was that a return fire? Fuck me, she's down. Look at this, man. He doesn't even move, and these fucking boars don't even go near him. I said, yeah, so it was a shot. She did get hit. So they're going for the other guys, son. Fuck it now, man. Hannibal just rocks out. This is hilarious. Cordell, why don't you push him in? Cordell's had enough. I want to take fucking orders off you. Hey, Cordell, sling this fucking prick in. Yeah, say it was me. And you're free, mate. You should probably get some substantial fucking payoff. Push him in, mate. Cordell, fuck me, Cordell. Oh, Mason Virtue, you're on the menu, son. <laughs> yeah, man. That's it. Time to fully disfigure his fucking face. Pretty grotesque sequence, man. Oh, it's crunchy now. Jesus, man. The size of their fucking teeth. That's it. Mason Verger, gone. Cool shot of Hannibal. Clarice. Kind of getting like a head spacey moment here with Clarice. Dropping in and out of uh, consciousness, I guess. Kind of cool, and it? Ali's to have been reunited in this manner. He's almost like our fucking protector now, you know? <coughs> so he's going to patch her up. Yeah, he's healing her up, I guess. Wow, is that the lamb? That's cool. Some nice symbolism there. So Krendler. Krendler's next on the fucking menu. That's this payback hour, isn't it? Lecter's like, right, I've got Clarice, right, I'm going to fucking abduct uh, Krendler just for her, you know? 
Fucking hell. Just like Patsy, Krendler lacking in uh, self-awareness. Just moving in, blissfully unaware that there's somebody else within his own home. Fucking hell. Too fucking easy, isn't it? So, moving towards the finale, yeah. Kind of comical how he's dressed up Clarice, man. And she's finally waking up. Fucking hell, man. Don't know how to set the scene, you know. She'll be all right. It's quite fortunate that she was, um, yeah, gunshot wound, pretty high up, sort of on her shoulder area, I guess. They use a lot of these effects throughout the film, don't they? He's dissolving. Slow motion shots. That's one thing you can't fault with Ridley. You always go like highly stylized, don't you? With the cutting camera angles. Fucking hell, Clarice. <coughs> Best you don't go downstairs, love. Things are about to get very, very grim. There's probably no way for her to call out, I guess. She barely fucking move. Oh, yes, Lecter. He's not really preparing food. Or is he? Fuck me, man. So so she did make the call, kind of letting his guard down a little bit. I mean, surely he would have realised at some point she was going to wake up, you know? So that's all of her belongings. Kind of crazy, isn't it? We're sort of uh, finally getting a a twisted, morbid look into the lectors like past. He would have been doing this all the time, you know, when he was uh, abducting, murdering, you know. <laughs> so Krendler's brain activity is a little bit unresponsive. You'd imagine, I don't know, it's like to kind of drugged him up, you know.
Oh, here comes law enforcement, right? What is that dot select? Is that suit, mate? So Stalin's trying to weaponize herself with the knife. Smart. Now, now, Grendler, that's very, very rude, mate. Uh, what is this? Ha <laughs> ha. Broth. It's really cool performance here from Radiata. This could go one or two ways. You could go a little bit too heavy with the because it's kind of like an amusing sequence you just want to blur it nicely between like comedy and then it's still pretty terrifying you know i.e. what is the lector about to do to this guy you know yeah what is it probably best we don't know It's like Krendler ain't got long left to live here. So they're rocking in. Full cavalry. Helicopters. Cop cars. He's so respectful, isn't he, of uh, Clarice. He'll never harm her. Oh, shit. So fuck me, he went to town with Krendler here. So how they achieved this, they got Ray Liotta to wear this like circular green element that they were able to attach on the top of his head. And it's kind of like a green screened fake brain, bloodied brain. So I think it holds up fairly well, you know. <laughs> he can't keep up with the conversation. I'm not surprised, man. Your sound effects are pretty grim, man. So your brain's got a protective, like, sacky cloth top element. Fucking grim, isn't it? Getting him to eat his own brain. Fucking hell. Oh, it tastes good. She's about to chug.
So does Lecter even realise the fact that Stalin's called for help? He's probably suspecting. She's just doing her job. She's always been by the book, you know? She still believes in the Bureau. That's the redeeming quality of the character. How, you know, however bad things have become, you know? <laughs> Shut up, Krindler. He's really reduced Krendler to this slight. Like a cartoon character, isn't he? That's the end of fucking Krendler. <coughs> Question is, are they going to get there in time? So crossing this bridge, so we've got a brief... It's sort of the geography of the area are getting close... <laughs> throws a towel over him. That's hilarious. Let me run. Yeah, you get the... Kind of like... It's a very aggressive sequence, but the romantic underpinnings to these two characters... Probably more so from him than her, but she's cuffed him, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel it more so. I think the romantic angle's coming more so from him than her. Uh, he's kissed her. Kinda like it. Ah, uh, she's cuffed him. Lured him in. Fuck me, Lecter. You got romantically involved and now look, she's gone and cuffed you, mate. This is unbelievable moment incoming. He's got two choices, Eve. Uh, he can cut her hand off or his. And the decision he ends up going with is quite incredible, I've got to say. Just really highlights his uh, respect for her. That he was willing to um, harm himself first, you know. He had to do it though, he's got to get out of there, they're closing in. Yeah, nice ending this, it's not um, 
whilst I did mention earlier on that my favourite moments were sort of like all of the Florence sequences, I feel like the film sustains itself fairly well. You know, so he's leaving crime scene. She's going to let him go now, isn't she? Yeah, interesting. Oh, it's just an empty boat, isn't it? Fireworks, okay. It's like a love story, isn't it? In a weird way. So he's already uh, flying out. He's leaving America. Oh, God. And he's got some of uh, Krendler's fucking brain, isn't he? In this container. Yeah, this is a nice ending. It's dark and comical, you know? Oh, some Chinese boy or girl. I think it's a boy. Hi. That's Krendler's brain, mate. Do you want to try some? So he's giving this kid a fucking choice. The option. Very unusual. Do you want to be unusual like me? Looks tasty. Oh, you'd like some of Krendler's brain? Good choice, son. Open wide. Ha <laughs> I like it how it boxes out on his eye or circular on the eye ending. Character lives on. Yeah, cool man. Yeah, film holds up a trace of cast credits. Yeah, all good solid. Solid performances throughout. Solid direction, editing, music, cinematography. Yeah. Just a a very, very strong sequel. I don't think we could be expecting or asking for a great deal more than that, you know. Yeah, I've always enjoyed this film. I know initially there was a bit of a backlash because everyone was oh, Jodie's not in it. It's going to be awful, but nah, it's fine, you know. And obviously a change of director, because I think initially they asked Jonathan Demi, but he passed on it. So they had to go to Ridley, and obviously Jody passed on it. I think if Anthony Hopkins had passed on it, so you're talking none of the key three, then I think you, you would have a serious problem with it. But I think if you can get one of the three, and I think maybe, I mean... He's really the star of the piece, and he and Anthony Hopkins. So, to have his involvement, 
out of the three, I'd probably say it's probably the most important thing with this sequel, you know. Because the title is Hannibal, you know. It feels like it's more his movie than Clarice's, you know. So just winding down credits. Yeah, apologies for my uh, coughing throughout, but as I said, I'm getting, I'm slowly getting better. My voice is not 100% though, so did the best I could. It's a long film as well, over two hours. Credit sequence is going to be long, isn't it? Fuck me. Yeah, I remember going to the cinema to see this. Yeah, quite an enjoyable uh, filmic experience, i got to say. And the main reason why I ended up going to Florence was because of this film, you know. It's quite fun bombing about going around Florence once you've seen this film. You can really spot a lot of the like locales, you know. Yeah, quite remarkable how much they shot for real in and around Florence, you know. Because you're getting the Florence unit here. Yeah, I mean, look at this production managers, art directors. Costumes. Yeah, massive production, man. It feels big budget, doesn't it? This Hannibal sequel, I've got to say. So, selective... Select... <coughs> Selective Wardrobe by Gucci. Yeah, it's Vidacor Miam. Patrick Cassidy. So that's the hands. That's the Dante sonnet. Cool. And then Blue Danube. Filmed in Florence, Italy, Washington. Very nice. Yeah, cool. Humane Association. Camera and lenses by Joe Dunton. Cameras, Technicolor. Cool, guys. So I'm winding down. Today I've been covering Hannibal. And it's very solid. Yeah, this is me, John Doe, signing off. And I'll be back again soon. Cool Hannibal. End text credit. Bye now.